Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast for today, Monday, June 24th, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy. And uh, here with uh, the weatherman, Mark Paquette, uh, weather meteorologist and daily fantasy sports expert. And uh, nine-game slate tonight. And, uh, you know, it looks like there's some weather issues, most notably in Cleveland. Yeah, but... Any of those locations doesn't look like it's going to be a cancellation. It's more of a delay issue, but Cleveland's the biggest risk. But I wouldn't plan on fading that game for any reason right now. Okay. Uh, Tonight it's going to begin with Toronto against the New York Yankees. You have uh, have CC Sabathia going against Aaron Sanchez. And uh, Sabathia, uh, he's a guy that if you read read Mark's column today – on DraftKings, he actually likes him as a bargain basement arm in his pitching rundown. Sabathia's only seventy one hundred uh, on DraftKings. Even cheaper on FanDuel, sixty five hundred. I mean, I don't love CC. Don't get me wrong, Scott, in the rest of the Win Daily DFS. Uh, but I think we have bats in, in tremendous spots today that I want to spend up for, uh, and one of those bats or the team the bats that are really good spots is the Yankees uh Aaron Sanchez is not a good pitcher right now and the Yankees after ending their 26 consecutive game home run streak uh gonna look to start that streak again anew tonight and I think they have a really good shot at that yeah and uh you know a lot of these Yankee bats are very attractive, especially uh, some of the best hitters in June. D- DJ LeMay, who have hitting 393 in June. Uh, no, 333 with four home runs, 19 RBIs, 18 runs scored. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton just came back if you want to get him in the lineup. Gary Sanchez hitting 292 with six home runs, 19 RBIs uh, this month as well. Uh, Glaber Torres has four home runs and 15 RBIs, and I think he has all of his home runs against the uh, American League East, or just just about every one of them. So uh, Sanchez is 5600. Uh, Stanton's only 4500. So somebody you want to consider? Uh, Didi Gregorius you really wouldn't consider because he's 3700. But Aaron Hicks is only 3900. The Mets are at the Phillies. Steve Matz, uh pitched well for an extended stretch until recently. Uh, he's 6,700 against DraftKings against Jake Arrieta, who's a solid but not outstanding choice. Uh, you have to go with Pete Alonzo, the way he's hitting, hitting over on number 27 yesterday. Uh, but he is 5,500. You'll have to expend up for him. Uh, Jeff McNeil with the, the lefty-righty split, you consider him at 4,700. On the other side, uh, I think people are going to be stacking the Phillies uh, Certainly a lot here. Uh, Matt has had his ups and downs, but you never know when he's going to throw a good game. He had a really good stretch uh, going back, dating back to last year until about three starts ago uh, where he started to skid. But uh, you know, some of these Phillies bats against lefties, uh, you certainly want to consider Scott Kingery hitting 390 against lefties. Uh, Jay Bruce hitting 357 with six RBIs against lefties uh, since he came to Philly, even though that's lefty on lefty. Uh, Gene Segura hitting 300 with 11 RBIs and uh, 20 runs scored against lefties. And you also got JT Real Muto. Uh, Real Muto is only 3,900, 
Uh, he had cooled off recently. Uh, maybe it was injury-related. Bruce is going to be rarely used because of lefty on lefty, but he's been able to hit lefties. 4,400 make, make a difference in the tournament. 4,800 for Kingery and 3,900 for Segura. So uh, it, it, I think the prices are friendly enough to run a pretty good Philly stack. Yeah, and uh, it kind of sold me. Now, I had come into this matchup as the irresistible force versus the immovable object, where Steven Matz has been pretty darn bad on the road, but he's the Phillies at home and in June haven't done anything anyway, so either. So something has to give here. I just don't know where it's going. This is a game I'm very uncertain about. Obviously, being in New York, Scott, you've seen all the controversy with what happened between Jason Vargas and Mickey Calloway. I mean, there's questions whether he even manages the game today. Is that correct? Uh, didn't hear anything that he was go- not going to manage the game. But uh, after yesterday's incident in the clubhouse, you know, the Mets uh, issued some statements. I haven't heard or read anything yet that he's going to be fired yet. Yeah, I mean... He's already gotten a vote of confidence, and generally a vote of confidence from the front office means he is about three weeks ago. Uh, I mean, as bad as the Mets have seemed and how much controversy they have, I believe they're four games under 500 in about like eight or nine games out of the division lead. Um, there has been some positives, and the most, uh, the largest positive that you mentioned has been Pete Alonso, who has 27 home runs, as you mentioned. Uh, just a, an amazing rookie season so far. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, there's a lot of turmoil, but there's also uh, there's also some positives as well. So uh, you know, it's you, you have to consider McNeil, and you have to you have to consider Alonzo in this game. Like I said, uh, moving on to the next game here, uh, you got uh, the White Sox at the Red Sox. Lucas Giolito. Uh, looking to bounce back from a, from a bad from his worst start of the season, uh, it's more of a tournament play because you just uh, don't know if he can turn it around or not. This game, you would think he could. Uh, Eleven thousand nine hundred on DraftKings, facing a tough lineup. Eduardo Rodriguez is somebody I don't trust. He's just too been too up and down. This this game almost uh, sticks out as an avoid to me. Um, I'm not going to completely agree or disagree with you there. Ebrod is coming off his best stretch of the season. Um, I, I don't hate his spot tonight. The White Sox obviously had a, a long flight last night, got into Boston. Sometimes the first game into a new place can could add some woes to their hitting. Erod has gone seven innings in each of his last two starts. His bugaboo is lasting deep into games. It seems like he may have figured something out. Um He's not my primary pitcher on FanDuel, let me put it that way. But on DK, if I need an SP2 or if I want to go cheap and pair him with Sabathia, I may just do that because I don't think we have a ton of arms that I want to spend up for. On the other side, um, the White Sox, as mentioned, scored some runs over the weekend in Texas, but not enough. And probably not a lot of bats are going to go there. And, and the Red Sox this year, um, and as me as being a Red Sox fan, their bats just aren't attractive either. They're not having the same uh, eight, nine, ten runs scored a game like they were last year, so they're not nearly as attractive to me. All right, then we got Kansas City uh, going against uh, against Cleveland. Cleveland's really turned it up recently. 
overall, especially offensively. You got Brad Keller, who we always like to attack against Adam Plutko. Would you use Adam Plutko against that Royals lineup? Um, probably not. As I mentioned, I got a couple other guys I'm looking at. Um, but Plutko, just looking at some of his game logs and six innings, he's lasted three times out of five starts. He's gotten. 34, 37, and 40 fantasy points on FanDuel in those spots. But he's relatively pricey at 8,200. You said on the other side, let's look at some of those Cleveland bats. I think the one that stands out to everyone, and he's got the platoon split right now, and you got a great value, is Jason Kipnis. And I was just looking for him. Where was he at? Yeah, he's Uh, he's 4,000 today on DraftKings. Yeah, and he was a bargain, and like any, I find him on uh, FanDuel as well. I'll just search by position here. But if you're going to like Jason Kipnis, then you're probably going to have to put some other bats around him, maybe uh, Perez, the catcher, who had a day off yesterday, and he'll likely play today. Um, and you can always think, I want Francisco Lindor um, and possibly Jose Ramirez. But another guy that's been really good is Orlando Mercado, Jason Kipnis is 3000 on FanDuel. Don't know why I was, I was missing him. But those other bats you're going to have to spend up for. Orlando Mercado is 38 on FanDuel. And uh, Francisco Lindor has been priced down a little bit on FanDuel, $3,700. If I wanted a, a one-off or a pair with Kipnis, especially if he's batting cleanup, Lindor might be my guy. Another guy in there, Carlos Santana, is $3,700 on FanDuel as well. Yeah, Kipnis, three home runs and 16 RBIs this month. Mercado, uh, 313, three home runs, 11 RBIs, four steals this month. Roberto Perez, 306 with 12 RBIs this month. And Carlos Santana hitting 306 with seven home runs and 11 RBIs. So the Indians, uh, you know, certainly another stack that you consider. It's becoming a stackable day. But uh, maybe the stack of the day is uh, Atlanta against Chicago. You might... You might get a lot of runs in this game because Tehran obviously pitches worse on the road than at home. John Lester just hasn't been good at all recently, and the, the Braves offensively have just they, they they've been on fire. Uh, you know, recently uh, going against going against lefties. You know, few uh, lefty like Lester. Uh, there's a few few primary bats you want to get in here. Uh, you have Ozzy Albies hitting 370 against lefties this year with four home runs, 16 RBIs. Austin Riley hitting 333, 5 and 11. Uh, Dansby Swanson 317, 3 and 12. Of course, Freeman, Acuna, uh, Josh Donaldson really hasn't done too well against the lefties, but he's hot uh, you know this month. So you know, there's so many guys you want to consider. Albies is 4300, as is Swanson. Uh, Freeman's 5,400, uh, and Camargo can save you some money with uh, with 3,600. He's he's picked it up a little bit late recently. Yeah, when you mentioned this is the game to stack, this was the game to stack in my mind when I talked about some offenses I looked at. And not because I like the bats. The primary reason, it's warm, it's muggy, and the wind's going to be blowing out the center at about 20 miles per hour today. A lot of times in the middle of summer, especially if it's a day game, I know tonight's not a day game, you see the wind at anything more than 15 or 20 miles per hour at Wrigley, and you just sort of know that there's going to be a lot of offense today. And then you throw in, as you mentioned, that Tehran is not good on the road. And even though John Lester has been better at home, I remember you telling me that a few weeks ago, 
he has had a rough stretch. And we do know he's a veteran guy who's at the end of his career or getting there and doesn't have the same stuff. So if he's missing his spots, he can be hit hard. So in my mind, Scott, is where do we attack the bats? And I think I'm going to go more with the Cubs side. And I like their power hitters. I like Javi Baez. I like Anthony Rizzo. I like Chris Bryant. But to try to get everyone, you're not going to be afford them. So I'm going to go look and look for some other guys that, are, that have a lot of power but a little bit more affordable. And the guy that comes to mind, or two of them right there, are Kyle Schwarber, who's $3,100 on FanDuel, and Wilson Contreras, who's 3000 on FanDuel. Those two will probably be every lineup of mine, uh, especially Schwarber. But, yeah, I think for offense, this is a game you look for. Pitching matchup on the night featured in uh, in Mark's pitching rundown today on Win Daily is Kershaw against Granke. Uh, you almost don't know where to go with this because you don't know who's going to really load up on offense. But Granke got pounded his last time out. So maybe you lean Kershaw here. Kershaw, 10,400 on FanDuel, uh, on on DraftKings. Greinke's only 8,400, so you might want to consider him as a tournament play on on, uh, on DraftKings. Yeah, that's a great choice. Uh, you mentioned Greinke got hit hard his last time out. And before that, his worst start of the season, and it's still his worst start of the season, was his first of the year. And that was against these Dodgers. This is the second time he's faced the Dodgers this year. So you would think that he doesn't have a repeat of the first game of the year where he gave up four home runs to the Dodgers. Um, Yeah, but either pitcher really is going to be probably cash-worthy. I guess the question is, do you pay up for 11000 on FanDuel for Kershaw or 9100 for uh, Frankie on FanDuel? And probably to get the bats that I want, especially from that Wrigley game, Scott, I'm not going to go here. Okay, Colorado at San Francisco to finish out uh, the schedule. John Gray looking like a good start at 9800 on DraftKings against Drew Pomeranz. Uh, who's just getting lit up constantly. Uh, has three games this year where he was allowed seven earned runs or more. Uh, so Rocky stack definitely being played here. David Dahl is killing lefties this year, hitting 351 against him. Ian Desmond hitting 344 with seven home runs and 26 RBIs against lefties. Uh, Daniel Murphy's hitting 341 against lefties. You you have uh, it, it's ridiculous out of out of the Rockies regulars. Uh, I'm I'm seeing. I'm seeing about 10 guys who are hitting about 300 over against lefties. Just about every bat you can get in there, even uh, Rafael Tappy and Tony Walters uh, are hitting over 300. So you, know, you want the Rocky stack should be popular tonight. They have been bad as on the road as they have been in the past. You know, the narrative seems to be shot. Uh, you know, Desmond's 4,400. Uh if you want, you want Murphy for lefty on lefty crime. It's forty two hundred. Tony Walters, the uh, split platoon splits don't matter, and uh, he's only thirty three hundred on, on DraftKings. So Tony Walters hitting three three nineteen against uh, lefties this year with six RBIs and six runs scored. You uh, hit the nail on the head. Now this is you. You think they're going to be popular? I may think that they may not be popular. So I guess. We'll see that tonight. 
The reason why they may not be popular, as you mentioned, Rockies on the road, people just sort of like, I play the Rockies at fours, I never play them on the road. Um, but, as you said, Drew Pomeranz is the worst pitcher going tonight. Rockies usually hit lefties, and that's exactly what we have on the line on the hill tonight. And the other factor that may keep their ownership down is obviously Oracle is the worst hitting park in all of baseball. So you kind of got some opposites going on there. Do you pick on the worst pitcher in the worst park, or because of that factor, do you stay away from him? I personally think Wrigley's going to be the place where the most runs are scored tonight, but can Drew Pomeranz get blown up? Yes, he can. So like you said, let's look for some bats. And two that you mentioned that are really fascinating, as you said, lefty on lefty, people are going to avoid them. So if I want to be different, maybe it's David Dahl and um, Tony Walters, though you wonder if Chris Iannetta is going to be in that game because of the righty-lefty thing. But we'll see that when the lineups come out. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's been the Win Daily Podcast for June 24th, 2019. Make sure you check out our premium gold packages, uh, all our, our pregame blog with with uh, Jaguar Lou. And uh, you got to get the premium package for uh, private chats with all our experts, including Mark, Jason Mizrahi, and more, uh, our DFS Pro and CEO, and uh, also great daily projection tools as well. Make sure you don't miss it. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you tomorrow.